everybody and welcome back to the weird science marvel comics podcast this is episode 420 and it is a star wars episode not what you'd normally think with 420 but i'm a naive and nice boy so i wouldn't know what that is even what i'm talking about but we're going to be talking about star wars bounty hunters number 25 an issue that you'll see valence ends up getting some love but also doesn't get some really really bad news we also find out That Tasu has an eight pack and that, you know, maybe in other circumstances, Vukra would have joined the team of Tonga and Lasha. That is all a little preview of what you'll hear in just a few moments. Before we go to that, though, please go over to the Twitters or you could do it afterwards, I guess, and follow us at WS. That's weird science. WS Marvel Comics. And if you do follow us, we'll follow you back 100 percent. That is a follow-back policy. And if somehow it seems that I haven't followed you back, you can get a hold of me because I do try very, very hard to follow every single person back. It's not that I'm you know, ignoring people or whatever. I am a bit lazy, so sometimes you have to light a fire under my butt. But also go over to our website at weirdassciencemarvelcomics.com. See reviews, written reviews for a lot of the issues that come out each and every week. Right now, Gabe is doing most of the reviews, if not all of them, on the site. So I appreciate that. And he's a very good reviewer. So you can check out those. And then also go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where you could get early access to this podcast, early access to a bunch of the other podcasts, but exclusive Patreon-only shows as well. And one of the things that we do push each and every week is our weekly patreon only spotlight it's actually and i think i might change the name of it it's actually our picks of the week i think that's an easier way to get the concept it's the two books picked in a poll by the top levels the badass levels of our patreon it's the badasses that get fresh crew Uh uh-uh and they end up picking two books and those two books are featured in a patreon only podcast and this week they picked spider punk number three And Fantastic Four number 45, oh my, pretty much the end of the Reckoning War, where everything gets fudged into place and you get things. I saw people losing their mind. And even with that, I was on the Comic Aficionados YouTube show over on the Thinking Critical YouTube channel. And there was a lot of talk about the idea of the change with Galactus. Galactus, he's now devouring knowledge. It books smart. He wants to be. We talked a little bit about that. but me. And Jason talked a lot about that. Also, the idea that you get a permanent change in hair color for Franklin. That's one of them. Uh, You know, spoiler alert, Reed doesn't die. The only person and thing that did not end up seemingly resetting is Johnny Storm. Poor Johnny. He ends up going off to the spire and him and Sky are going to work that out as well, which is funny because I was talking to some people. They even mentioned at that point, maybe they should have went to Watu. He was right there, big head and all, big head of to say, hey, because you ended up having Reed say, oh, my God, I, I lost all the knowledge. I survived in a weird way with the ultimate nullifier, which pretty much that's what it seemed was put on the entire book. Right. That's a joke. But they might have been able to ask him. But also just an aside, I know this is a Star Wars podcast, but it makes me laugh in that fantastic four where we're to at the end. 
He just like mushes up the moon to make it better. But we're not talking about that, right? Where you could go over to the spotlight, patreon.com slash weird science and check out that podcast almost an hour long. As I said, we also talked about Spider Punk number three. That book stinks. But also with that, yeah, please check that out. And you, you can help us out for what we're doing here on the regular feed as well. I'm a little goofy right now thinking about that moon being mushed up. But there's no moon mushing here in the Star Wars universe. There might be that isn't a moon, right? And then that ends up blowing up. And there's a lot of planets blowing up, but nobody mushing them back together. Hey, what's what's worse? I don't know. But we're going to go to the Star Wars deal. And as I said, I, I really like this deal with Valance. I like him getting a little bit of a win. The funny thing is the guy is a sad sack who can't get a win. So even when he gets one where people are, are so happy with him and they're patting him on the back, they owe them their lives. And there's a call that he doesn't end up getting, but really spells out the worst of the worst. And, and the only thing that's really keeping him hinged to Vader and this whole mission thing. So you'll hear what we're talking about now. I know I'm going a little too long. So we'll go right now. Me and Matt talking about Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 25. All right. And I'm here with my man, Matt. What up, Matt? What up, Jim? What up? And we have. Bounty Hunters, Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 25. We did mention that we we're going to do the Mandalorian book, but that is pretty much a retelling of the show. So that is not really something that we would go through. Though at the end of the show, I will tell you what is on the docket for next week, and it will shock you. Uh-oh. It'll shock and amaze you. But here we are with Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 25. And a lot of times you get these books number 25 issue. That's supposed to be the big one, the important one. Not with side books like Bounty Hunter, I no. guess. But this is Raid on the Vermilion Part 2, written by Ethan Sachs, art by Paolo Villanelli, Arif Priano on colors, and VCs Travis Lanham on letters. Tonga and her team of bounty hunters have gambled everything on a stealthy raid on the Vermilion, the criminal syndicate Crimson Dawn's flagship, in an effort to rescue the girl known as Cadalia. But unbeknownst to the crew, they have fallen into a trap sprung by the diabolical Dengar, one that has put them on a collision course with the Knights of Ren. And while the team is distracted on their mission, eventual Vukura is ready to strike. That's pretty much gives you everything. Sayonara. Now, actually, it's a long fight. This <laughs> is a long fight scene. I like this issue, actually. It's just that you just keep this fight going and oh, going. Yeah, and issue. while I usually like Paola Villanelli's art at points, sometimes in the fight, it got a little confused mm-hmm. what was going on. I, I couldn't really grasp at points how many people were in the room, who got away, what they were doing. And so that was a shame. But you kind of have some cool things. Tasu ends up, you know, revealing that he's full man, right? He throws that <laughs> yes. robe off there, bare chested. Got a, like a 12-pack there. Holy crap. He's oh, keeping he's in shape. I, I'm expecting that anytime we see him from now on, he's doing crunches on the side. But you get the Knights of Ren that I like. We don't get enough of the little guy who's rooting, tooting, shooting that guy. No, just at the beginning of the fight, and then he disappears. And even then, he's he's there shooting his laser pistols, and he gets hit when you end up having, you know, these knives shot at him by Tonga. And I thought, oh, man, like, what happened? Is he okay? And you never get back to him. <laughs> it was a shame. You're going more with the main Ren, who is then going to fight Tasu, who's looking at it as a... You know, who's the toughest, almost going who's back the most to muscular. his deal. Yeah, he's very concerned with that. I mean, I'm telling you, he's got <laughs> the abs there. But he's yeah. like, he actually is more of like a swimmer slash martial artist build. It's not like this guy is like a, an Arnold Schwarzenegger here, but pretty strong. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think that this is like, okay, finally, I can show you how great I was as a pit fighter before so I can fight. But even then, it's such a closed, you know, bunch of things and everything's real close up in the art itself. But I, I was expecting everybody to keep bumping into each other. But that fight just keeps going on. It really is in my mind. Plus, you end up saying Tasu more times in this issue than you have probably in the last six, right? So that shows me that Ethan Sachs fully wants this and thinks of it as a Tasu issue at that point. Show how badass he is. Let's show how cool he is. The others are doing things, but mainly I think with them, it's, hey, you know what? This is kind of a team now. That's pretty much the whole thing, right? The idea Mm -hmm. they are teaming up people are helping each other that normally you wouldn't think would help each other they're trying to get out of there bosk is just yelling random stuff to make <laughs> sure nobody's mad at them i mean at one point they're gonna fight them and hey listen i really don't want to get involved with this and then he gets crap thrown at him from all directions but while that's going on i did really like the stuff with balance because you have to advance the character at some point in this story with darth vader we end up having he's doing this because Darth Vader is pretty much has his, you know, balls over the coals here to say, if you don't mm-hmm. help me, I'm not going to help you protect these people that you love. And also you're, you're pretty fake. And we were wondering if he was going to get back the pretty face even now. Yeah, we were hoping he wouldn't. Yeah, because that's how we distinguish him yeah. from everybody else and whatnot. But he does. He gets it. You also end up where at first it seems as if he's made a friend. Though the friend who is, I guess, uh, Lieutenant Hayden Mm -hmm. is is a I mean, I think that she's genuine, but I think also a little manipulative there because it's like, hey, thanks a lot. Everybody's even the droids there as they're doing this and they're, you know, reconstructing his face. Thank you, Lieutenant. Yeah, thank you. And he's like, no, no, no. Uh, You know, I'm not a lieutenant. I'm not part of the Imperial Navy. I don't have a rank anymore. I'm here freelance. I'm here with Vader. Please don't do that. He's, you know, he doesn't want that because they treat him like crap before. He ended up thinking, you know, they left him behind all that stuff and gave him an ugly face back in the day because (laughs) that was the best. I mean, that I wish that they showed that because as he's getting repaired here with the real high tech deal, you might want to be reminded that at the one point when he went and he was hurt awfully in battle, they said that since he could no longer fly, he gets the knockoff. You get you got the, the crappy parts. Yeah, you get yeah. the crappy parts because why would we bother helping you? You are no longer a pilot. And he thought he was even going to be a pilot still. And they're like, no, no, no. You're used, done, go. I wish you would have had that like kind of like and put it in like a, a back-to-back paneling. So a little flashback. Yeah, that was a good issue. Have the art a little washed out. You mm-hmm. know, it's that. But yeah, so he's there getting this. And this Hayden comes in. And is like, oh, my God, you know. Thanks a lot, Lieutenant. No, no, don't. He goes through the whole thing. I'm not part of this. I'm here with Vader. And she says, I don't think that the people that you saved would agree. And I don't agree either because you have radiation burns because when everything went down, you saved people. You didn't say, I don't have anything to do with them. And in really at this point, it's neat because you actually think that, oh, this is a, you know, Imperial that's actually doing it for the right reasons. Like she actually says, you are a good guy. You didn't bail, at, but she has ulterior motives as they mm-hmm. go. And she's like, come with me. He's like, eh, I don't really want to go the next door. I like that. It's just like next door. He's like, yeah, I don't want to walk that far. But they go <laughs> in and it is where all these people he saved 
And that's the thing. I don't think he ever really thought of that idea that these people have families. I mean, this gives you that look that as the joke in Clerks even, you know, the idea that the people building the second Death Star, they were just contractors. And they oh, did, yeah. you never <laughs> want to think of that while you're watching the movies, yeah. and not realizing that, yeah, on the side. Even Imperial soldiers, they don't know what's going on. Just nine to five workers, man, just getting a paycheck. They want to join the military. They want to get some money, maybe help their family, whatever. Yeah, eventually you're going to find out. But not everyone is bad. And some of these people are just there. And, oh, my God, you know, my wife and kids, I never would have seen them again for you. Oh, my God, this is the greatest. I mean, just think of these people are talking. If they're, you know, the person sending the money because they're in this military goes away like what's going to happen to all the families and whatnot even Mm -hmm. besides them losing their loved one and he really kind of like he likes this i think i think that you know i think playing where he's smiling because people are respecting him and people are liking him and this isn't just bad guys doing bad things just regular people and he realizes you know what maybe i can make a difference hey this is what i wanted when you end up having hayden kind of like this is what he always wanted like I think it's beyond that, though. It's not like he wants to be this feared guy in the military and, and all that crap. He just wants people to be nice to him and not shriek at the sight of his awful Terminator face that he used to have. Yep. Uh, but with that, you end up having this other guy. Hey, uh, Lieutenant Hayden, come here. Uh, oh, God. Buzz yeah, kill. there's real problems. And it's so on the nose. Like, it's so coincidence. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Valance is there. I'm, I'm, I'll tell you first, but I'm going to have to tell him. Everybody he loves at that outpost that he's doing the stuff with, they're dead. They've been (laughs) killed. They're wiped out. I'm going to go tell him now. And she goes, oh, no, don't you tell him. And almost plays it off like, don't tell him. In my mind, like, he's having a good day right now. We'll tell him later. I'll tell him later. Yeah, they're not telling crap because if and and that's a big plus for Vader there, because that would have caused a lot of problems. Who Mm -hmm. knows? I mean, here's the roundabout way where you, you go with like fate and things like that. If she, in fact, goes over to Valance and says, by the way, all your love, that may lead to Valance's death. I mean, he may then say, screw this. All of a sudden he goes and runs Vader. You know, maybe this is for the good now when he finds out maybe he'll be in a better position and can do something. Yeah, exactly. Telling you, you could even tell me that this bunch of people becomes like his squad. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool, like almost like the Starlight Squadron, but here with Valance because they ended up being saved by him they now owe him a favor maybe that comes to play i think that would be kind of cool but i I thought this scene was probably one of the better scenes we've had in this book yeah they're very genuine and they're appreciative that they that he saved their lives oh i love it and we keep saying we like the bounty hunters book being valance and i just like val (laughs) when he's smiling i'm like i don't think we've ever seen that i didn't even know the guy had teeth The, the way that he was grown and and moaning the whole time and always was on the, the short end of the stick. Yeah. Now he is still, he's going to find out some bad things, but at least right now, but it, it, again, I like the character of Valance because I think he's more developed, especially now where, Oh my God, you know, maybe I do like this Imperial deal. And maybe, you know, some people are good. Still Vader hanging over him. But when you go to Tonga and the crew, it kind of reminds me that, yeah, I'm not really invested in them as much. I like the characters individually, and maybe this issue is the start because you end up having them kind of come together as a team a bit yep. more. But I'd rather see Valance. I'd like Valance and Dengar. I like them doing their thing. I like the idea that 
Valance had that chip on his shoulder and he's out. To, so it, it was that weird shift to Tonga and Lasha and the crew, but we'll see. But they're fighting the Knights of Ren, who I said interests me. So I, I thought that was cool. The problem is you don't really get much of them any more than you had before in this fight. You just see them fight. Yeah. They're there. I mean, it is a back and forth of you guys suck. No, you guys suck. No, you guys suck. And oh, you're fighting with that sword or that sword or that lightsaber. That it just goes back and forth with that. But you do have, like I said, Tasu who rips the shirt off and like, come on, man. And they start fighting the main guys, him and and Ren. Their fight as the others kind of fight as well. But Tasu keeps saying he's bigger than Ren, but I think Ren's bigger. I know. I that's what I'm saying. I, it's funny. What happened if this was like this weird roundabout deal <laughs> where Tasu's off. doing this just to try to get the Ren to take his stuff off and then, <laughs> you know, we find out some crazy deal. But you end up with that going on. Like, they're coming together as a team. They're actually working with each they other. Are. You even have at one point where Tonga and Bosk are like back to back and they're yep. like, you know, it's the end. You've never seen that kind of scene, especially from Bosk, even though where when he goes to fight, he has to yell. That's what I said. He's always playing the angle. I don't really mean this. Just in case somebody's watching and they lose, that he could say, whoa, whoa, I wasn't mm-hmm. really attacking. But I like when he goes, I'm doing this under protest. I'm attacking. And then they just laugh at him. A transdotion kill me because he's like, I'm going to kill this person, but I'm not going to mean it. And they just laugh at him. So he never gets the respect that he needs. I wish that through this, though, because we had in the beginning, I wish they mentioned a couple times of that Dengar's going to get it. Because I actually, when I read this first through, I actually forgot that it was really set up from Dengar. I forgot about it until you just read it at the beginning. Again. That's what I was like, with oh, me wait, makes sense. It yeah. doesn't really play out anyway, but I forgot. And luckily <laughs> it was in that recap. But I wish at one point you would add somebody. I'm going to get Dengar when we're done. We shouldn't have trusted him. Something to, to remind us in issue that that was a problem. Now, Dengar, almost like Ochi, you almost expect at points where he'll show up and save the day to play both sides as well. But. They end up actually getting away, at least for a bit. And I like this where they end up, and it's almost like an Indiana Jones thing where the blast door, they get it open. You have Zuckus doing stuff, Borlam, all them as well. They get this blast door open, and you end up having them have to, like, pull uh, Tasu. (laughs) I was winning. Don't take me away. Yeah, he does not want to (laughs) stop. And then through this, then, it seems like that will be kind of a running joke maybe with Tasso like man when we were fighting them now oh no no I was winning I could have won oh my god finally admits that Rem was pretty powerful yeah. I mean at the one point says he's pretty big but you know I was big I, I could have won so that was pretty cool and sometimes you'll get like just say that was Ochi or Dengar you you would know that they weren't winning they just say that because they were saved. But I, Tasu, I think he believes the whole deal. I think he, he was fighting. He was pretty evenly matched. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Bosque said, listen, you ended up going head to head with Knights of Ren. I mean, that's a win. Like, let's go. You did win. Let's get out of here. And while that's going on, though, you have through this where you go back to the ship, uh, you know, and you have, uh, what's it called? Lasha there at the Edge Hawk. Mm-hmm. And we saw that was the other part of that big cliffhanger deal where Vukara had kind of escaped. That was another thing that Dengar had set up where he gave a knife and she cut the deal. So she goes after 
Lasha, as you know, you end up Tonga, they're trying to find each other. Oh my God, do you, do you hear we're under attack? We're all this. And so when they you go back there, it's Fukura. Fukura, in my mind, she just slice and dice. Lasha, we keep saying this. Like Lasha all of a sudden becomes like badass when she needs to be, even though she's running away. But then you end up where they get into this cargo hold and she ends up closing the door. And it's that awful monster that's there, yeah. like up above. I'm like, oh, that's she opens good. up sort of some sort of cargo thing and lets that thing out, and then does the classic of I'm going to throw this at you. Oh, you missed, did yeah. I? Because it hit the door. I'm surprised it's not drooling down on her. That yeah, thing, like, I know that it's, it it's crazy. Better. And like, oh, why are you smiling at me? Oh my goodness. And that's the deal <laughs> of that. But then you end up going back into the Vermilion. You end up having. Tonga say, listen, you guys get up because they're all injured. I mean, there's besides Tasha, yeah. the rest are just really hurt. And hey, you guys go back now. You guys go back to the Edge Hawk and Lasha will fix you up. I'll get Cadell. I don't want anybody else to be hurt. It's my responsibility. I'll do this. I'm going to go get her and I'll meet you back. When, when I'm done, she goes off on her own, which is never a good thing. But no. Tonga's, I mean, without balance, Tonga's the main character of this book. You know, those two are the main, each of these stories. So I don't think Tonga's going to end up being killed or whatnot. We'll see. But Lasha could. I don't know. I mean, I, I would think that you might not want to, but I, she's going to get hurt at least in that. Well, that not monster. now with the big monster there. Saying, but that monster. I think it's going to eat her? Yeah. <laughs> it might get them both. <laughs> it's I, on her team, to, I thought. To me, I, I don't know how much a thing that's that that you crazy have. like that, but I think they're going to play <laughs> that. But I'm telling you. This thing could eat both of them. It looks like I don't a know. It would be horrific to have Vukura being eaten anyway. I mean, this yeah, anybody getting eaten would be. Yeah, this horrific. book is, you know, it's gritty. It's the bounty hunters book. I don't know if you want somebody to be eaten alive. That thing's been locked up for a while, though. We haven't seen it. I know, like 10 look issues. At it. Maybe it's like all of a sudden it just comes down. Would you laugh if it did come down and then just licked Vukura like it liked her? Yes, and then it like became that. like, and then Vukra's like, you know what? I join your team now. Even at the <laughs> one point, I mean, it did seem like Vukra was hinting like, I could have been on your guys' team. Like, if you guys would have just come and talked yeah, to me. Yeah, she it said a, we could have been friends. Yeah, it's lifetime. weird. Like, I think that that's the big wink wink. Because, again, just think of all the stuff that could happen in this if they, if they don't get eaten by the monster. They might be bringing... Tonga gets Cadelia, brings her back. That's real big for Vukura. How's this going to work with her? Vukura said, and that's the other thing. But, and now I'm starting to think nonsense. Vukura <laughs> said, I could have been friends with you, but I can't because if I don't kill you, yep. I look weak. weak. That's easily made a deal with. Oh, listen, we'll go away. Everybody thinks we're dead. Or on the opposite side, everybody thinks Vukura is dead, so she could just join them. I don't know. We'll see. And maybe the idea that Bukra uh, agrees, hey, Cadelia, oh, my God, we'll get this all together. I'll be on your side, Crimson Dawn. I mean, there's so many things thrown into this. Who knows? I mean, having Bukra on the team is no crazier than Bosk or, no. or any of the other ones. <laughs> Dengar even? And, yeah, and so with this too, is, is there a way that you would have, because Kira ended up, and if you look at the next deal, you do see, you know, Tonga, Tonga versus, versus Kira. Kira. There, she's going to get Cadelia. I wouldn't put it past Kira at a point who is always making deals. Like, you could find out that Tonga goes in, though it looks like they're going to fight, whatnot. But it's like one of those, well, I'll let you take Cadelia, but she's in charge here, but under me. Mm -hmm. And then you do this and you do that. Like, she does that all the time. 
So there may be a lot of different moving pieces here that we end up and I couldn't tell you that I want Vukura on the team, but like you said, it'd be no crazier than Bosk and them. And in my mind, just thinking, how long is Bosk going to stay with him? How long is Forlom and Zuckus going to hang? It's a rotating I mean, roster for you sure. You know what I mean? mean? That yeah. at some point they're going to be like, this is not worth anything. I'm <laughs> out of here. I'm, I'm gone. I'm not making any money because I'm not doing yeah, any I bounties. mean, they're always on the run. They're all, And they <laughs> are not doing bounty hunter things. Yeah, like so things that Boss wants is I kill this guy and get paid. Yes. It's become, we go save this person because they're good. And get paid And we nothing. fight the knight. The Knights of Ren in that. And Boss, legitimately, I don't know how he rolls. He crapped whatever pants he's wearing when he saw them. He knew how bad they were when they said, and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, like this could be the last straw. I am out. I, I'm done with you guys. I'm leaving. You have a slot open, right? And so, yeah, and even then it says next to be concluded. Don't don't get confused. It's not the end of the book. I actually wanted to make sure. But in September, they'll start a new arc. But it is a full-out Tonga arc still. So that kind of gives you a hint that balance and that stuff is still going to continue, at least in some sort of way with Vader or however. But you end up and I mean, I could even see balance getting pissed and being the villain to Vader for a little. And, you know, the villain to Vader would be the hero. But you end up where they're going to get involved in what ends up being Tasu's gang later on in The Force Awakens deal, the ones that end up running into those monsters as well. So you end up having all that nonsense. So with all that. Uh, what would you give this? Uh, probably a seven point five on this one. Yeah, I think I'm an eight. I like I'm it. telling you that bit with with Valance makes me like positive about it. Like, okay, that's some character work where the rest is just a fight, right? Yeah, big extended fight. Yeah, it's okay though. I mean, yeah. Tasu's funny. At least you have that Tasu yelling and screaming about how big he is. Without that, the fight's really nothing. It was hard to tell who was fighting who, and the Knights of Ren all looked the same. Legit, I thought at one point Forlom and Zuckus were both dead. I thought they were completely <laughs> dead. Then I thought Forlom was like somewhere else, then he wasn't, then he was, then he's doing things. Then I thought R2 was there. At one... I didn't know what was going it on. It was back and forth a lot, when it shouldn't, which shouldn't have been, and it was pulled in too close to. So, But the other things, and the Vukra stuff, not that the Vukra Lasha stuff was great, you ended up having that, like, what, are you trapped in here with me? No, I'm a chill, you know, that sort of trope. But even with that, it made me think of some things down the line. So maybe it was yeah, better those were good seen than I thought. But they're going to get eaten alive. If <laughs> they get eaten alive, it's crazy. Now, next week, here's the deal. And I did Uh-oh. look, and this is straight from, as we go, comicsology because a lot of the sites, even Marvel itself, gets all wacky with delays and there's a paper shortage. But would it shock you? If I told you that one of the books supposedly coming out next week is Chewbacca and Han Solo that we yes, just had a couple weeks very ago. Much also, would you think that it's bad timing to have both Star Wars and Darth Vader come out in the same week? Because that's the deal. And it's a big Star Wars book. So we end up because I believe that's that anniversary issue deal. Yeah, of, that w- That's the big one. Why yeah. wouldn't you have that come out by itself that week? Because it's going to be big and it's going to be, you know, a bunch of stories. Not exactly going to be tied in. It's all the generations and all that stuff in it. But why have any other book come out in that big week? But yeah, so we'll have to figure out. I didn't look at the week after, but we'll figure out, you know, how we'll juggle the things and whatnot. Because that Star Wars book definitely be the one that we're definitely talking about. And it's oversized, I believe. So we'll end up probably doing that. But I'd hate to 
you know, leave behind whether we love the Han Solo or Chewbacca deal. We've been talking about it. And we're actually intrigued to see if that's his dad and things like that. So I still want to talk about it. But we'll see how we can play it out. We'll see how how and it's we'll Darth do Vader it. number twenty five. I too. know. I, that's hmm. what I'm saying. Those are the two huge books. They're my two favorite ones. It should mm-hmm. be almost everybody who reads the Star Wars stuff. Why have Vader come out that week of the big Star Wars issue and it overshadows it a bit? You end up, you know, I guess if you have a pull list, you get both. But us talking, why? Why don't they take that into account? Why aren't they thinking, you know, poor Jim and Matt are going to have to talk about all these issues <laughs> because there has been so many delays. Maybe it's like, and I, I worried about the idea where there's a paper shortage, there's delays. All of a sudden the paper shortage, oh, we got rid of that. Oh, everybody's on time and we get 70 books at once. <laughs> like, holy crap. Oh, yes. But that's. That. We'll figure so it out. No big I like, deal. I, I like this. I, I like that balance. Like I said, it's nice to see him smile, even as he's smiling, not knowing all his loved ones are dead. Yeah, it's a bittersweet smile. Yeah, yeah, it is. But at least it's a sexy face. (laughs) What happened if he's just like, what? They died and he just rips his face, rips it off. So then he's like, I'm going to get the (laughs) Raiders. Yeah, we'll see. But I hope those people there kind of team up with him. I hope that they're there for his back because he saved them all. And he didn't need to. I mean, especially. With what happened to him before, but he's just there for Vader. Didn't need he could have just walked away. And you know, like a Dengar, those guys, they would have, they yeah. wouldn't have saved he's those out. people. Ochi, he would have been laughing as he zipped away on that motorbike of his. So with that though, thanks everybody. Go over to our uh, Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us, we'll follow you back, and go to our website weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. Check out the written reviews there, and then go to our. Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where you can help us out for everything we do here and get a lot of exclusive podcasts, including our weekly Patreon only spotlight, where this week me and Jason talked about the Spider Punk number three nonsense mm-hmm. and the Fantastic Four 43 nonsense. They're both nonsense. So you can listen to us get upset about those. But thanks, everybody. Thanks, Matt. And Mm -hmm. we'll talk to everybody next week. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.